For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Welcome into the Believe in the Cowboys podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network. Brought to you by Bet Online. The NFL season is in full swing. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in the action at Bet Online from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. I'm Paul Catlin alongside former Cowboys cornerback Orlando Skandrick. The Cowboys, uh, it was a four-point game, Orlando, in the fourth quarter, 20-16, uh, to 16, and not that they were playing well or anything, but they were. it was okay. It was a close game. It was a competitive game. And then Mike McCarthy made one of the most asinine coaching decisions I can possibly ever imagine and ran that fake punt, and then things got away from them. And I'm starting to wonder – if uh, Jerry Jones, uh, and he'll never admit this, at least in year one, uh, in that moment had a little bit of buyer's remorse on Mike McCarthy. Short answer, no. Um, I think Jerry's put, you know, his faith in Mike to run a team. It's the first year. You know, when you look at this thing, you look at this in the, the totality of this. Dak Prescott is injured. You're facing a bunch of injuries on your offensive line. So it's you have a bunch of um, reasons, a bunch of realities that you can for the team struggling you know your defense was a little behind your offense when you did have Dak and and now you're beat up really on you're really really beat up on offense and now your defense is playing a little better don't confuse better with worth the damn but um I don't I just don't think I think he gives it you know you want to he, he's going to want to see a full season full off season I think next year is when you start to say maybe he's going to have a little buyer's remorse I think into next year I think um Mike McCarthy he went into Green Bay. It took him a little bit of time to turn it around, but he did turn it around in Green Bay, it, although he did have Brett Favre and was succeeded by Aaron Rodgers. And I just think there's a, you, there's a lot of bad football being played right now, Paul, a lot of bad football. The Eagles look all right atrocious. They're probably going to blow the whole thing up. Um, Washington football team, you know, they're, they're, their front four is a monster. Can, can, their, can their offense come along? I mean, Alex Smith is definitely not the long-term answer. I mean, He's something I can get you by right now, but he's not the long-term answer. And then, you know, how do the Giants progress? Do they get some dynamic playmakers on defense? Uh, how do they look when they get Saquon Barkley back? Do they get some more dynamic playmakers on offense? I mean, this division is a bunch of question marks. And um, for Dallas, you know, they, they have some established players. They have some continuity next year. They'll get some guys back. They'll get to add some. They'll have a really, really high first-round pick, which equates to a really, really high second-round pick, you know, and They'll have to make some decisions and see what they're going to do with Dak Prescott. And 
Um, I just think this year, you know, they're just trying to finish it out, see who plays hard, see who's going to be a part of the future, see who's going to be some of those core guys that they're going to take on and think they can build with. Yeah, I don't, uh, I, I don't really, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't, I, I don't think he's going to admit that. It just, I, I think in, the, in that moment, you got to think, man, what are you doing? And, and you got to have the full off season. I get all that. You got to really assess, uh, you know, how you approached this first one and, and all that, but. Man, I mean, there were just some bad coaching decisions made in that game that made me just wonder, like, what do you do? Like, 20 to 16, it's fourth and 12 at your own 24-yard line. Like, why would you – of all the fake punch you're going to run, why are you going to run that one? It was just – and it, it completely killed any momentum that your own team had. Yeah, definitely. I mean, but that game was – the score was not indicative to the total domination of that game. Mm -hmm. um, the Cowboys scored. They got some big plays from Amari Cooper on some very, very questionable defensive plays by Ronald Darby. Uh, he spotted the Cowboys 10 points in himself. But besides that, I mean, I don't think they were that, – that improved Vontae Cowboys defense regressed and was back to normal. They still couldn't stop the run. Um, they still didn't do the, the, the appropriate things. Outside of the first drive where Randy Gregory had the three and out in the sack, I can't remember a driver they were just dominating. Yeah, I, I can't either. I, I I can't. And, you know, it makes you, you know, it's the same old, same old. They had a week, uh, you know, where everyone's like, oh, well, you know, now look at that win. They got to win over the Vikings and, oh, maybe this means something. And really, ultimately, it didn't. I, I told you. I said, you know, yeah. kind of caught the Vikings sleeping. Uh, they played well. But, I mean, they just – what I don't. They, what is their identity? You said they want to be a running team. They yeah. had some. They got some big plays in the passing game that kept them in the game against Washington. Against the Zeke was back to giving it up. Um, Pollard was back to being pretty much non-existent. And it's like you know you see they went and rushed for what almost two hundred against the Vikings. And then last week it was just nothing. And then they're gonna get the Ravens. They're gonna get the Ravens coming back. Well, Lamar Jackson is gonna miss a game. You know the Ravens are gonna have a tough divisional opponent. They're probably going to lose, and if they win, they're going to be thinking, "All right, we got to get back in this thing." So it's either the Ravens are going to be in a must-win situation, regardless. Yeah, it's a because -win situation, regardless, because they're so tight, they're in a tight wild, a race for the wild card spot, and um, Dallas is going to get them in in Baltimore, and just mark my words here, guys. Dallas is a different football team than the Colts. Amari Cooper is a different football player when the temperature drops. If you think, look back to last year, you know, where he's got some harsh criticism. And I love him, Mario. I think he's a hell of a player. But where he's got some harsh criticism when they went and played New England and he just got completely erased by Gilmore. Um, when they went up to New York and it was a little bit cold and, you know, they lost up there. And just, just mark my words, it would be, be totally different. You'll see it. I mean, I don't know how they stay in the game against Baltimore. You know, they've been able to stay in some games with some favorable conditions, but it's December football now. And the, these teams that they're playing coming up, which is – the Baltimore Ravens, and then I believe they're going to play the 49ers. They're going to play the Eagles in the cold. They're going to play the Giants, and they're going to play the Bengals, which is a team that's kind of scrappy. You see they kind of scrapped it out with the Giants. And I don't know. I, I, I like to, You like to say that maybe they could get one or two of these final five games, but I don't know. I guess we'll just have to see. But I don't think – I think at this point, you know, they're just seeing who plays hard, who fits once again, and – who's going to be part of your organization long-term. Yeah. Uh, one thing, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to say, I know what the problem is with Amari Cooper in the cold is he's from Miami. And as a person who grew up in South Florida, I know that when it gets cold, we just go into a shell. 
We can pretend like it doesn't bother us. But yeah, Ray does. Lewis is from Miami too, but he played his whole career in Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He uh, Ray Lewis went to my Ray Lewis is from like Belglade. He's from like a he's he's from country part of Florida too, man. Um, like out out there, uh, they play tough football out there uh, in that in that region of Florida. He and of course, yeah, yeah I mean, he did. I mean, Frank Gore's from Miami. Yeah, <laughs> McGay, he's from Miami. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that adjusted to it. Some some of us just don't do well in the cold. Santana Moss, he played his whole career with two teams, the the Jets and the Redskins. Yeah. Yeah. The I just cold. think – yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I don't even – Yeah, I, I'm, like, I'm trying not to be too critical of Dallas because they are losing. It's hard. When, it's, it's very, very hard when you lose your quarterback. I mean, it's very, very few teams that have been able to – have success when losing their starting quarterback and the Philadelphia Eagles being one, they're fortunate enough to have a guy that kind of came in and kind of went smooth, but it's, it's really difficult to lose your franchise quarterback and to have a lot of deficiencies on defense to have a lot of deficiencies with the offensive line. Yeah, it, it is. It, it's, it's very difficult. And, and I don't, you know, I don't know. Um, I, you know, they, they weren't playing like even when Dak was there, he was masking a lot of things and they have just so many things. And so it's hard to be but, like, I think he was masking a lot of things offensively. Yeah, yeah. They were still trash. Well, defensively, yeah. Yeah, he was masking the, he was masking their issues on offense, but they were they still had tons of issues on defense. Multitude of issues on defense. Correct. And th- yeah, that that was that wasn't that wasn't going to change. And they, look, they've uh you know, they they you've you've had times you're like, "Oh, this looks good or that looks good," but to me, uh, this is going to be an interesting offseason and how like how you assess of where you really are. Like how much of this is injury and how much of this is we need to go in another direction at this at at this certain position, you know, as they get to it. Like, I, I'm really curious to see how they do assess where they truly are because it's hard to know when you have all these injuries where you really are. Like um, Tyrant's been kind of banged up. You know, you got to think he's been banged up for some years. So you're going to have a difficult decision. Where do you go with this high draft pick? Um, do you do you have faith and do you listen to your medical staff, which I think they probably will. Does Lyle make a full recovery? Does Tyron make a full recovery? Um, you know, Zach was banged up this year. And, you know, you've been able McGovern, – McGovernor looks like he's, he's a player. And then, you know, you drafted Tyler Biet, Bietta. Biotish. Biotish. You know, he's, yeah. he's been – he looks like a guy that's going to get better. So, you know, you would say, okay, and where do you go with Connor Williams? He's, he's, he's okay. You know, he's, he's serviceable. Now, what do you do on your defensive line? Um, you know, what do you do in your – what do you do? What do you do with Alden Smith? Like, how much do you pay him? Like, you know, is Randy Gregory going to be able to be a bookend to Demarcus Lawrence? Um, and another thing is, what do you do with Jalen Smith? I mean, what, like, what do you? He's been a guy that's been up and down this year. Um, Layton's been a guy that's been, you know, he's been great since he's came back and he's stayed on the field this year. Besides breaking his collarbone at the beginning of the year, but here comes the huge question marks. What do you do with your your back four? What do you do at safety? I mean, okay, Donovan Wilson is a guy that's flash, and, you know, he's been able to turn the ball over. But what do you do with Xavier Woods? What do you do with Jordan Lewis, a guy that hasn't really made any plays this year? What do you do with Chidobe Ozier? Yeah. I mean, you know, you, 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 you would like to say you got, you got one corner that you got locked in. But so you got one corner and you got one safety. What do you do with the other, you know, three spots? The nickel spot is a starter in this league. Yeah. You're going to need and, a right corner. And, they, and they have not – really spent they have not spent a high draft pick and by high i mean one two three on a safety in a long time i mean that's a position that they 
they go lower with and they try to find, uh, you know, value there. So, I mean, but, but predominantly for the longest when I was there, we were a man team. So it wasn't a really a premium on having a a ball hawking safety. And, you know, we had some guys that we were able to get by, which Barry church was a very, very solid player. Mm -hmm. Um, If you go back before that, Gerald sensible, was a very, very solid player. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So it was never like an issue. And, and, you know, look uh, for all the uh, Cowboys fans love to hate on Jeff Heath. But I guarantee you, they'd love to have him back right now, you know. And uh, and again, you mentioned you were man defense. They're not really that right now, especially not safety, you know. And so, you know, what do you you know, do? You have to do you have to change your philosophy on that. What is you know, I don't I don't think you. I mean, you can't. You just have to if you're going to say you're going to give it to these guys and you're going to let them and you're going to let them build. You know, you have to let them build. You got to mm-hmm. let them get their pick, pick their players. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and and my concern though is that if you look at Mike McCarthy's last, like if you look at the defense that Mike McCarthy left in Green Bay, it's not. I mean, who on that defense would you would you trade for Dallas, player for player? I mean, Mike McCarthy. I don't. My, I mean, Mike. A lot of those guys are kind of newer. I'm not. Yeah. McCarthy wasn't there when Jair Alexander was there. He's a hell of a yeah. player. Yeah. Preston Smith's a hell of a player. He's he's new. He's free agent signed. Um, Kenny Clark, Kenny Clark was there when Mike McCarthy's there. Kenny Clark's better than any defensive lineman the Dallas yeah. Cowboys have outside of Demarcus Lawrence. Um, they also have um, they have Blake Martinez. When the Cowboys would love to have Blake Martinez right now, when McCarthy was well, he's there. he's in New York now. But I'm saying that's yeah. who yeah. Mike McCarthy, he was left. Mike McCarthy left him there. Yeah. Um, Kevin King was another guy that Mark, Mike McCarthy drafted. Um, you know, Mike McCarthy has, you know, he's had some good defensive players over the time. He had Charles Woodson, he had Al Harris, yeah. Tremont Williams. Um, and Al Harris on the staff now. So, yeah. Um, he, I mean, he's had some guys, I mean, but it's, it's, it's philosophy. It's like, what are you, what, what, what are you, are you going to stick with your defensive coordinator? Are you going to switch defenses? What are you going to do from a philosophical way? You can't get into feeling sorry for yourself because you was injured and confuse that with needing to get better. So they're going to have to look at everything from a microscope. Say, okay, when we get Dak back, when we did have Dak, but what did we do defensively? Let's just take away what the score was. What did we do well? What did we not do well? Yeah, what, what, what did they do well on defense? <laughs> they started to get after the passer a little bit the last few weeks, uh, I think. And, and, and part of it is, I think, Demarcus Lawrence, who wasn't all that healthy at the beginning of the year, is, is coming to his own, and he's kind of figured but out his spot. They're in a very, very bad division. You cannot count on – do you want to just be good or do you want to compete for championships? Yeah, I want to compete for championships. So That's you can't get into, okay, well, after the previous weeks, if you have to look at this thing in a, all in all in a whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, overall, they didn't do anything well, really. Yeah, yeah. I think I mean, they're on pace to be – at one point, they're on pace to be one of the worst defenses in NFL history. Yeah, they've they've staved that off a little bit, but that could also just be you know one of the teams they play that helped them stave it off is the Eagles, who I watched I mean, on Monday Night Football, and their offense is not only questionable. I mean, they don't have any talent on offense. Their offensive direction. It's I kind of watch their offense thinking the same thing I watch when I watch the Cowboys defense. Yeah, and no, because they beat the Cowboys. But yeah, let's but, go back to the rankings. Cowboys rank and points given up. 32nd yards 23rd turnovers the 31st in turnovers passing tds given up 32nd like this this is crazy they're 32nd in rush defense they're one of the worst defense they're, they're the worst defense in the league yeah 
Nothing, nothing's been good. Nothing's been all. good. Nothing. And, it would, and it probably would be, and it probably would be worse if, you know, they were in some games, but you know, most of the times they're, they're not in these games and teams are just trying to go home. Yeah. Yeah. They, they have, they have so, so, so much to work on uh, when it comes, when it comes to the, the, the off season and defense. And again, the salary cap's going to go down. So you have to make choices. So that's why the draft and they have extra picks. That's why the draft is so important every year, but this year even more so because you're really going to have to hit on some of these picks because with the salary cap going down, you're going to have to make some decisions and let some people go. Especially yeah, with I don't that, know. You know. I'm not really into the logistics of what they're going to have to do in that, but they'll figure it out. You know, they got, yeah. they, they got a great person over there that helps them with the cap and Adam Prowska, and who's a good friend of mine's um, Jerry and Stephen Jones, a very, very smart guy. He'll, they'll figure it out. Yeah. I say it's some people, there's probably one person they're going to let go that, that might shock people. But I would say that that's going to be true for every team in the league, especially ones that are in the Cowboys cap situation where you've got a big signing that you have to make like Dak Prescott. And then there's somebody who's, you know, just been middle of the road and not living up to their contract. That's going to have to get let go. That's just I'm how not it's going exactly to be. Even sure. I'm not, I'm, I'm to, I'm not exactly sure that they back the Brinks truck and get Dak done. I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't, I mean, it's really too early to see. We don't know what type of draft pick they have. Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. I, I, I mean, I just don't see a world where they, they take that chance. I see a world where they take that chance. I see a world where they, where they finish the season and they get the third draft pick, the second draft pick, and then they figure it out. They put the tag on them and then they get through the draft. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if they get the second or third pick, I mean, but do you, I mean, he's, he's a proven entity. Do you is want that, to? Is that the first picks in drafts probably going to get a four a four year forty million dollar contract with the ability to have an option? Mm-hmm. That's ten million dollars a year. You're going to have to pay Dak thirty five million dollars a year. Can you tell me that Dak Prescott is twenty five million dollars better than Trevor Lawrence, or possibly twenty five million dollars a year better than Josh Fields? I can't definitively. I think that he is. I mean, right now, I don't. I mean, I don't it, when you, you know, start, when you. The thing is, when you get into paying a quarterback $35, $40 million a year, yeah. he's going to have to mask some things, as you see in Philadelphia. They don't have the money to throw around on other positions because they're paying Carson Wentz $32 million a year. Well, and they can't, uh, they can't do anything. If they cut Carson Wentz next year, he's got a $59, $59 million cap hit. Not only that, they're gonna have, he's a $25.4 million, $25. million guaranteed salary. Mm-hmm. I don't, they're, they're not cutting him at all. No, he's going to be there. Yeah, definitely. He's going to be there, and they're going to have Absolutely. to try to figure out how to, to, to get him back to where he was two years ago. Absolutely, but I just don't think – I don't think it's a situation where that's even, that's even a, a, a realistic option right now. Yeah. That's not even a realistic option. I think, you know, I mean, that's a hell of a player, but to say that you would pass up on Trevor Lawrence, that guy's done nothing but win. He's been – You've known he's going to be the number one pick in the draft since he stepped foot on Clemson's campus. Yeah. No, and, and look, I, like he and Justin Fields, to me, I mean, there's not, there's not too much difference between them about how excited I would be if my team drafted them just because I, I think they're both really, really good. Um, and, and if they have one of those two picks, it, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're going to have to make a decision for sure. I mean, it's you can franchise Dak, trade him away, get an extra pick, save money. You can do so. You you can do so much. 
Yeah, I just I, knowing what they do and how loyal. Like I, I think I think that Dak but, is going to be the but guy. If they were so loyal, they would have paid him this year. Now you're telling me they're going to pay him more money when the salary cap is going backwards next year? Yeah, I, none of none of the, none of the things surrounding Dak have made any sense to me. I mean, he should have been the first one to get paid. Ezekiel Elliott was the number four pick in the draft. How does yeah. he get paid before Dak Prescott? <laughs> I don't know. Because, again, they could have avoided all this a couple years ago when they knew but it was I, coming. Yeah, but, I mean, well, who doesn't say Dak would have taken a reduced deal? He was already behind the eight ball being a fourth-round draft pick. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean I, I don't know I, I like none of their none of their logic especially well after at least after last year has made sense to me on deck where you knew it was coming down like where it just you knew that this was going to have to happen I just thought they would have gotten it done so yeah I don't know so and and because it does it makes it raises those questions like if he's because they say it like no Dak is like I've heard Stephen and Jerry say it a million times. Dak is the future. We believe Dak is the future. Why we believe that Dak is the future. Him? Like, what is the issue? Yeah. So again, you're, that's the point. If why, the reason that people keep asking you is because you couldn't get the contract done. So why, if it's that important, why couldn't you get the contract done? When I just their businessman, if they get yeah. a chance to get Dak is is you 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 know exactly what Dak is right now, mm-hmm. but. If you get a chance to get a guy like Trevor Lawrence, it's a, to me, if you get a chance to draft Trevor Lawrence and you put him a star on his helmet, it's a no-brainer. You put, the excitement is going to be through the, roof, through the roof on what he has around him. Now, Justin Fields, I haven't watched him as much, but if you get a chance to get one of those type of guys, look what these young quarter, look what Herbert is doing. Are you telling me if they had a chance to trade Herbert for Dak Prescott straight up right now, they wouldn't? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Her- Herbert's exciting. I, if I don't you know. had a chance to trade Joe Burrow for Dak Prescott straight up right now, you wouldn't? And they both got busted up legs, so it'd be an even deal. This is uh, contract involved, I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, yeah. You're thinking that, you know, you're going to save money. You can still franchise Dak and move him and, and move him and get something in return, get a trade in return. Yeah. I, um, I, but see, they're not going to have, I don't think, I think they're not going to have one of the first two picks. That's going to be. I mean, I don't see how, uh, who do you see having, let, let me look up my stand. My stand well, it'd be the, right the Jets and the Jaguars right now. Okay, the Jets and the Jaguars. Okay, then that's yeah. the third pick. Yeah, another third pick. So, uh, provided one of those two teams that desperately needs it. Well, and the Jets may decide that they still like Sam Darnold, then it's Adam Gase's fault, but I don't really see that happening either. No, I don't see that happening either. So, I mean, that, like that, that, whole, that whole organization is going to get cleaned out in New York. So, but what if the Jets decide? I mean, the Jets are going to pick Trevor Lawrence, and you know, the, Jacksonville, I don't see Jacksonville. I don't see them really beating anybody going forward. No. I don't no. see them beating Minnesota, Tennessee, Baltimore, Chicago. So you say they're going to have the third pick. So we don't even need to talk about that. But there's a kid in at North Dakota. There's a kid at North yeah, Dakota that's going to be pretty good. So, you know, you just don't know. And then, you know, there's other – it's nothing that says that you have to draft a guy – in the top five to be a good, there can be a guy that they fall in love with and say, you know, this is where we want to go with our direction. Yeah. No, there's, and look, there's plenty of, there's, there's several core. I mean, there's going to be, you know, probably four or five taken in the first round, I would think at some point. So um, I'm trying to think who the other one was. That's going to be a top 10 quarterback. My mind's going blank right now. But there's, I mean, there's guys. I mean, there's guys. So, yeah, I mean, I, but I do think if they have that third pick, then 
you know, I, I think that it's going to be, you know, uh, who's the best cornerback, offensive lineman, defensive lineman in that in that realm? Because there's not going to be a safety you're going to pick at three. You know, no, I don't think Sh- there's a- Sean, Sean Taylor, you know, and the guys like that don't come around all that that often. So yeah, no, I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a safety that you pick at three. But I mean, there's there's definitely going to be a, a that tackle from Oregon. Oh yeah, Penny uh, Penny Shul. Yeah, yeah, he's really I mean, good. We just don't. You just never know at this point. You don't really know at this point. But you know, I guess we're kind of talking prematurely, and as we get start to wrap up our season and I'll, you know, start to dig into this draft thing. And then we'll just, you know, I'll bring one of my younger draft analysts on the board. I mean, on the um, show with us and Jack Borowski. And um, we'll just, we'll go from there and we'll dive into that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I love the draft. I, I, I have a blast with it uh, watching it. Uh, Cause I'm very curious to see how teams attack what they're doing. Uh, but yeah, when we're kind of like, we can be talking about this, like they're gonna have the third pick and they can haul off and get two wins and then they have the seventh pick. You know, so it's yeah. I mean, but what two teams do you see? Them <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> this is this is this is December now. Yeah. This is no take. This is not taking anyone lightly. This is this is winner go home. Some teams yeah. aren't going to be in playoff mode now. Yeah. Well, I mean, you made a great point earlier about the Ravens. Is that they've got to play tomorrow afternoon? They're probably going to lose that game. Even in the best of circumstances, you know, the, the Steelers are really good, but like they're in the worst of circumstances right now. Uh, yeah, you know, the, their whole team has COVID. They're playing with backup quarterback, backup running back. Uh, oh, both their running backs are clear. J.K. Dobbins, Mark. Okay. So they're Mark Ingram are clear. Okay. The only team, if you look down the stretch, Baltimore, they're going to be in playoff mode. Cincinnati, they're playing for nothing except for pride. San Francisco, they think they can get a wild card. They're in playoff mode. They've beaten the Rams twice. They haven't played the Cardinals at all this year. Philadelphia, they're in desperation mode. They're, they think that they're still in it. And the Giants, you know, they're playing probably the best ball out of anybody in a division. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the, I don't I mean, well the Giants did lose Daniel Jones though. Like he's out he's, for the he's he's supposed to be week to week. Yeah. So, he's week to week. Uh the like actually, you know, even as bad as the Cowboys have been, the worst football I've seen really is from the Eagles. I, I don't I mean, know. But they, they, they beat just, the Cowboys though. Yeah. Easily. I mean just like yeah. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they did. And they've also beat the Giants. And you know, and I just think that right now the Phil- Philadelphia is in a at a tough 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 stretch you know they're playing against they're up against some teams at this point it's like they're not just playing bottom barrel guys you know they're not playing teams they're playing teams that are competing for some to go somewhere you know and if we look at the rest of their schedule they lost to Seattle they're eight and three they lost to Cleveland they're also eight and three the Giants are playing the best ball of anyone that's their last three games and they're gonna go and play Green Bay next that's another team that's playing to go somewhere yeah, no, the the Eagles still have the the best schedule on the way out. But they do get to play the Cowboys again, so. They do, but their next three is against Green Bay, New Orleans, and Arizona. And I'm looking forward to enjoying every bit. I'm looking forward to enjoying all 180 minutes of those games. <laughs> Why is that, Orlando? <laughs> you know, I just, just like to enjoy people that, you know, had a little bit of success and think that it comes easy. <laughs> That uh, I was at that Super Bowl when they won, and that was wild to see, like, to think about the Eagles winning a Super Bowl and that they haven't something they hadn't done ever. But yeah, I think I do think that, like, that you know, that cities like that too can affect your ego, in my opinion. Like, New Orleans, it's been forever since New Orleans won, yeah, but they but they still have a good football team, yeah, they have a really, really good football team, yeah. But the Eagles, you know, they've, they've caught some bad breaks, they have a really, really good coach, they have a really, really good quarterback. 
Well, the other thing that happens when you win a Super Bowl is is teams start to raid your, you know, uh, your your roster and your staff, and you know they uh, they lost Frank Reich, which I think was was pretty big for them. You know, you see what he's doing in Indianapolis right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Doug Peterson's not really been the same without him there. And not, to, I'm not knocking Doug They're Peterson for saying that things change. Football team. They're old. Yeah. Father time is undefeated. Yeah. You know, I'm going to give you a point. How much of a difference would you say there's a difference, a multi-million dollar difference between a player that runs a 4-3 and a 4-5 and a 4-5 at the combine, right? Yeah. That's two, that's 0.2 seconds. So why don't you think that once people get older and they begin to lose a step, you know, about just father time being undefeated, the players, their O-line's old, they're, they're, Top two receivers, Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey are old. Um, their D-line's getting old. Their linebacking core is very, very young and not very good. Their secondary is older. You know, Slay has been a very, very good player in, the, in this league for a long time, but he's older. Um, you know, Roddy McLeod's older. Jalen Mills has never really turned into what, you know, you thought he could, but what did you think he could be because he was a seventh-round pick. They're just, they're just older. You know, their, their kicker, who used to be a weapon for them, is hot and cold. And it's just in this league, time is undefeated. Yeah. Well, and sometimes you get it in stages. You know, you're lucky enough to where, okay, well, we replaced this guy and staggered it. But sometimes, like the Eagles, it hit them all at once. They haven't drafted a Pro Bowl player since 2016, and it was Carson Wentz. Yeah, that's that's a very telling uh, stat there. You know, if you're not if you're not hitting on your top guys, then that's gonna it's gonna probably affect you. Yeah. Yeah, they, I mean, you watch the offense, they have no playmakers. None. I mean, they, they don't. And I, I like Miles Sanders a little bit. And, I, you know, I, I saw Jalen Rager play in college, but uh, I don't know. Jalen Rager's a primary, primary punt retire. Exactly. They drafted that guy over Justin Jefferson. Yeah. That's, that's laughable. And then they drafted J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, who has 200 career receiving yards over D.K. Metcalf. D.K. Metcalf has over 300 receiving yards just against the Eagles in, two, in three games alone. Well, and, and, and he's – He's he lets him know that uh, that JJ Arcega Whiteside thing bothers him. I mean, it, it, that's he can let him know, but that's not really not his problem. That's an eagle problem. No, I know, but he like he's he's been public about it. I mean, he you know felt slighted. You know, that's how Randy Moss used to do the Cowboys all the time. He's 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 DK Makeup's tearing up the league. You know, yeah. when you when you're making them type of like. There's a bunch of guys I can go into. You know, a bunch of guys they drafted. They don't have any linebackers. They went and drafted an accessory in Jalen Hurts over Patrick McQueen. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's, there's been some guys that they have, and, you know, they're just a team that's an organization that's going in the wrong direction, and they'll get it together. They'll make some changes. They'll be wholesale changes there, and then, you know, hopefully they'll get better. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, Orlando, uh, the Ravens, I, I, because they're the Cowboys' next opponent, they play in the middle of the afternoon on Wednesday. I'm looking uh, forward to it. Yeah, me too. Can't get enough football. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that should be interesting to see how they get through that game. And then when we talk again uh, next time, I mean, we're going to be talking about the Ravens preparing for the Cowboys uh, on uh, what's going to be a Tuesday. Uh, yeah. so, so it just keeps getting weirder and weirder in 2020. <laughs> Looking forward to it. All right. This is the Believe in the Cowboys podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, the network for professional podcasters. Check us out on uh, all the, the places you get. Please like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. We'll talk to you again soon. This is the Believe in the Cowboys podcast.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.